0: Oops, Whoops, Steve. Steve? What? Whoops, Steve. What are we whoopsing? What happened? Um, the start of the show. Oh. Yeah, like oh. I didn't see the live in the corner. I know I'm playing the, well, the role again. Well, Fucking well, fake news.
1: It's kind of the start of the show, Steve. I mean, it's not like really the start of the show. It's the pre-show, if you will.
0: It's not the start of the show until you play the music.
1: <clears throat> Correct. Right. Correct. And I mean, even that's been fucking up all the time lately. So yeah, I, fuck it. what's it I mean, what's it really matter, Steve? Well,
0: <laughs> I remember I remember. I remember a time where somebody ragged on us for not having a professional show.
1: Yes. Oh, what was his name? I don't know where,
0: where did that dude go. How many shows did he uh,
1: do? What was it Joe Mass Mass something? Yeah. Masturbatee or something? I don't fucking know. But yes, I do. I do recall that. That was when we first started, wasn't it? That was our very first fucking show. Holy shit! Five years ago. Time ago. For anyone who's uh just started listening to our show. Since we uh rebooted it, um, there are over a hundred and i don't know like fucking fifty episodes on on YouTube that you can check out uh, but um yeah, Oof. that was a long time ago
0: sure what, what are you what are you fucking playing with? you can hear that yeah. It's it's my uh thumb my uh flash drive. I'll throw it over stop there. Stop it. I did Fucking stop it. It's gone. <sighs> I wow. couldn't even hear it. I don't know how you could. Start the damn show. Okay Steve. Please please. Sure, Steve. <laughs>
1: Heidi Ho and welcome to the Forty and Slip. This is episode seven. John Teeter's Time Travel for Dummies. Teeter we needed Well I thought I thought we should, you know, pay homage to our favorite time traveler of all time. I mean, he really is our favorite time traveler, Steve. He's your favorite time traveler. And he's it, it is a new year, Steve. It is? Yeah, and it's like, how many years after he said that the world was going to go to shit in a civil war?
0: He's off by a couple of years. Remember, there are, you know, like, what, are they, what did he call him? Um.
1: Uh, what, the uh, different you know, variations?
0: Yeah. So we're just in a wrong, the wrong variation. Divergence, that's it. Thanks, yes. Richard.
1: Yes, the divergence is, is correct. But he, he came from the year like 2036, right?
0: Yeah, so when we get there, we'll stop and talk to him and see what's up. I think we'll still be doing a show in 2036.
1: Well, you and I will be fucking, we'll be like, Two fucking grumpy old men driving down. to Well, no, we'll probably already live in Florida oh. at that point. <laughs> I'll be in a nursing home somewhere, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and and we'll, uh, <coughs> we'll, we'll fucking go down and talk to Teeter himself. And be like, "Hey, bitch!"
0: Right? Fuck? I think. I think. I think that's a plan. Twenty thirty six. We look up John Teeter because obviously they're. How old was he supposed to be? I mean, has he been born yet? Obviously.
1: Uh, oh yeah, he was. Uh, he was. According to him, when he was here, he was staying with his parents and his younger self.
0: Ah, so his younger self knows.
1: Well, I don't know how much they told the younger self. <laughs>
0: If I saw a version of myself in the future, I'm pretty sure I'd say, "Hey, wait a second, that guy looks familiar." Dude, I went and I start questioning it.
1: I went down such a rabbit hole with John Teeter because I'll never forget it. I was living with my old roommate, and he worked night shift. And I can't. I I think I was out of work at the time. I was I was on unemployment. I was between jobs. I'd been laid off from a delivery job that I was. Where I was delivering uh, collision repair parts. And before I had gotten hired on at Frito-Lay. And he comes home one night. And hands me this CD. Or no. He was going to work one night. Sorry. Hands me the CD before he goes to work. He's like hey check this out. I, uh, I listened to it the other night. It's about this time travel. It's like, he's like it's all fucked up. So I pop the thing in while I'm fucking dubbing around in my room. And listen to the whole thing all the way through. It was Oliver Williams, the guy that runs JohnTeeter.com who was being interviewed and answering all the questions. Because this guy knew like everything. He had collected all of John Teeter's posts from all of the forums and everything in chronological order and put them together on JohnTeeter.com. So this guy's very knowledgeable about the, su- wait, about wait, the subject wait. of John Teeter. Here's my big issue with with this. Wouldn't have John Teeter
0: known enough to buy the domain name Johnteeter.com? I um, mean think
1: um, about maybe it. maybe he couldn't fuck with things that much, but he could go on the internet and blab all about how time travel works. I don't <laughs> right. fucking, I don't fucking know dude. I mean he knew he
0: knew about the internet, obviously, but and he I, would have, he would have known that domain names can be valuable. And John Teeter, that would be a valuable domain name. Maybe in the
1: historic. maybe in the future they're not, Steve. Oh come on! So anyway, I you know I uh, after I listened to the CD, I went to the website, and I went crazy. I read through everything. I literally went down through every post, read everything, got sucked in. I was like, the fucking world's gonna end. Yeah, uh, you know nothing. So you bought it, hook, line, and oh, sinker. Fucking, I was, I totally bought it, dude. At first, and then it's as with everything. These of the of this nature, it starts to fucking unravel. And there's a lot of things that you know Teeter pointed to that actually happened, but there's a shit ton more that just didn't.
0: Well, I mean, with any predictions, I think you're gonna have some success rate, you know, with any kind of prediction.
1: I'd love time travel to be real, dude. It
0: is. I mean theoretically it is possible. Yeah. Now whether anybody's ever achieved it, that's a whole different story.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there was just like I said, there was a lot of things that lined up. They knew about, you know, how infrastructure worked um the computers that were needed to converse with you know the computers that ran certain systems because they were tr- supposedly trying to get those back up and running in the future and they were having a problem and that's why he needed the IBM fucking whatever the fuck it was oh come on i don't remember the name there's Even. there's probably 6 or 7 of those on eBay right now anyway he needed one
0: Okay, so they're going to be around in 2037. He didn't have to travel back in time.
1: Dude. He he was a time traveler. What do you want?
0: <laughs> Richard, uh, our producer is sending me a note. Uh, handed me a note just now and said shut the fuck up because I mentioned eBay. I wasn't mentioning it in that capacity.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Um <sighs> But, yeah, I mean, the motherfucker literally, like, talked all about how his time travel device worked. You know, it was these, uh, he called it dual singularities. And somehow they injected electrons over the singularities and it fucking somehow caused them to be able to time travel, but not within the same timeline. That was the big thing that uh, he said, that he could never get back to his original timeline. He could only hope to get back to a timeline in which the people there are actually waiting for him.
0: I just, I, I don't buy that part of it.
1: What happens if like three or four Teeters wind up in the same timeline? They like they all like they're all divergent by the same amount, and they wind up in the same one. There's like four of them there. They're like, what the fuck? Well, they'd have to have a death match.
0: The best John, John Teeter would win.
1: The, there can be only one. In that case, is it like Highlander?
0: Maybe they all you know. Maybe they all combine into one person. I
1: don't know. Maybe I, maybe I,
0: the dude. maybe time.
1: I have that I have never proposed that I understand how fucking time travel works.
0: How accurate was he on his theories, though? I mean, was the theory that he was putting out how time travel works is that accurate, as uh, to our knowledge at this point?
1: I, I have no clue. Couldn't tell Neither. you. I know he said that some shit was going to happen at CERN, and most, I believe, most of the shit that he said that was going to happen at CERN or come out of CERN actually happened But I don't know if that was just a a Really good guess based on someone who knew what they were going to be doing. I don't know Yes, uh, that that's correct Richard they were vague he was vaguely correct and And, and it was and There was just a lot of it that would it would suck you right the fuck in the story of it
0: Well, whoever Was behind it, and and I'm pretty sure it was a big hoax. I don't think there was anything real about it, but they were definitely well. It was well planned out.
1: He said that mad cow disease was going to be a huge, huge problem, and like he wouldn't buy meat in the grocery store. Like he had to go know where it was coming from, how it was fed, all this bullshit. Like there, there were there was a lot of things that. With his predictions that just didn't fucking happen,
0: at all. what I want to know is, did he predict the Trump presidency? Because if he had done that, then I might believe it's real.
1: No, no, he, he was asked if a woman would become president, and um, he dodged the question. He always like it, he would he would come out with the weird things about certain things. He would, he he said something about the Olympics, like when that there wouldn't be Olympics here, but there was, but yet he wouldn't say who the fucking president was going to be. Excuse me. It it just, I mean, I I don't know. And as, like I said, as with anything that's like this, it slowly unraveled for me. And then it was just like, what the fuck now? It's just a joke for me.
0: Well, I don't I don't think it's a I mean it's a joke or it's a hoax, obviously, but it was a well thought out, well I mean, whoever did it knew a lot about a lot. I mean he obviously knew what the fuck he was talking about in some of that shit. People yeah, stuff a, that common people wouldn't know. You would have to have some sort of technical background or training. You know, he, he, I, he
1: he knew some shit about I would say he or she, it could have been a woman we don't know it was it was fucking words on a screen but whoever it was had you know knowledge about you know uh, physics and i would i would say you know quantum physics um they it, they knew enough to skirt around a bunch of different shit they were asked questions about what stuff was like in the future and they had fucking they had answers that just were Crazy thought out by whoever did this like they someone would asked him about uh internet, and Teeter said that in the future all internet was done through wireless nodes, so it wasn't set up like it is now or or, or the now of that time um and, I mean, technically, I guess you could say he was kind of correct, but not not really.
2: Well,
0: obviously, I'm sure that wireless technology was uh, in, in its infancy at that point, but it was existent, you know, for the Internet.
1: Right. I mean, wireless stuff was...
0: Obviously, the next step,
1: you know. Right. I mean, there are many things that can be pointed to to say that, Whoever John Teeter was, just had a good way of looking at how things were going to pan out.
0: Well, Cause i was nothing, guessing
1: because nothing was solid.
0: If I had to, if I had to guess, John Teeter probably wasn't one one guy. I'm going to guess you, that there was. You think several. it was like a,
1: a think tank? Yeah, really. <clears throat> I mean, hey, that's not a bad.
0: That's because, not a bad assessment.
1: I'm not going to throw you under just, the bus for that one fake news, Steve. No, there was just too
0: much going on there, and too well thought out for some just some average hoaxer guy. But what what I want, I wonder. And it's obviously some very intelligent people behind it or person. So I wonder if it was like some sort of. Um, you know, not, not a prank so much, but maybe some sort of study that somebody was doing to see how far they could take that. Maybe like a college um, study. Because these people were very intelligent people or person. You know?
1: Hmm. Richard says that it's broadly speculated that the John Teeter character was invented as a marketing campaign. But a marketing campaign for what, though? Oh, for GE. Yes, that's right. Because he said the first time machine was made by GE. GE, yeah, we bring I, you back to the future.
0: I can see a large company doing something like that, but I don't think they would have took it to that extent. And so many people would have had to have been involved in a marketing team. I mean, you marketing team isn't one or two people. It's it's like some for a company like GE, it's that, hundreds, maybe even a thousand people in a in an ad agency or something to come up with something like that. So I don't see that being a marketing ploy.
1: I love how he was then, like, Yeah, I can't it. I can't tell you about that. I can't tell you who you know if if there's a woman president. I can't tell you this. But hey, GE makes the first time machine. Well, <laughs> to,
0: you know. But I don't think GE had anything to do with that. I really don't. And if they did, why wouldn't they just come out and say, hey, we got you. It was a marketing campaign. Eventually there would be some sort of paper trail anyway.
1: And he did say that it would be the war that would cause the technology spike or the drive towards time travel.
0: Well, war drives us towards a lot of right. and technology, Ex- so that's not...
1: Exactly. So that wasn't outside the realm of something no. that someone could just think of, but that is something that he also said.
0: I think so. war is... Pre- probably the main driving factor. War and preparations for war is the main driving factor for technology, obviously.
1: Preparation H for war? Yes. It's kind of like a hemorrhoid on the planet. War. But I still don't think
0: this was just a couple of, you know, high school kids, or even just some guys that even worked for GE, for example. I think that it was people... I mean, I've been thinking about. I thought about it a lot, and i thought. I thought that it's. It really seems to me like a study in human behavior. Let's see what we can do, and see how many people will believe this, and and uh, that kind of thing.
1: Oh, dude! How long have I been saying if somebody wants to do a documentary that I think everyone would watch, do it on the fucking people that look for. And are fascinated by Bigfoot.
0: Oh, yeah. There's some psychological things going on there
1: for do, sure. You Do a fucking documentary on the people that go to conferences and talks and this and that? Oh, dear Christ. Would that be hilarious? And Bobcat Goldthwait talked about doing that. I believe, and I think, was, I believe he, he talked about doing that on the Joe Rogan podcast because he had just gotten back from going to the Ohio Bigfoot Conference and going to Point Pleasant, West Virginia.
0: I th- I think a scientific study on people, not just Bigfoot community, but any paranormal type thing, even, even the religious community, uh, Cultures, uh, not cultures, but religious beliefs are kind of the same thing. I mean, you just get all involved in that shit. I think a scientific study on that would be fascinating, on on what makes these people tick, what what goes on inside your head to to believe some of the things you believe. If you could scientifically point to something that makes people believe certain ways, that would just be groundbreaking shit, man. And it would be fascinating.
1: Well, hey, I mean, you could be like L. Ron Hubbard. If you could scientifically make...
0: Explain belief, which I doubt would ever happen. But if you could scientifically explain belief, you'd get the fucking Nobel
1: Prize. I... I... Yes, I believe in pussies, Richard. Yeah ah jesus fucking christ i i of course i believe in a fucking higher power but i mean what that is i don't i don't have a clue i don't think it's what's in the fucking bible i think that's just a bunch of words written down by a bunch of fucking men years ago in a language that we don't even know how to fucking translate anymore but you know do i believe that belief needs to exist i mean hell even atheists have some form of belief
0: well if you think about it yeah they believe that that god isn't real but that's a belief you know no matter what no matter what you think you believe or you, you don't have a belief you still have a belief one way or the other mm-hmm. and usually you're very convicted to that belief so atheists are some of the most they they believe they're right, you know so and they're and they're very uh I've seen some atheists go ape shit uh on uh on the internet defending their non belief, but it's a belief
1: hmm. no i i mean but do i do I think that we have to believe in order to to be, I don't know.
0: I just think it makes your existence more palatable,
1: livable. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> if there's nothing, if there's nothing beyond what you're doing today, I mean, if there's nothing beyond uh, this life, then it makes it a whole hard, a lot harder for most people to to go on to have a a normal existence. I mean, they have to believe that something exists beyond this world. Now, atheists obviously don't believe that, but they still have a belief system. You have to believe in something.
1: Chris, Chris Chris day in the chat room asked, uh, what is the absence of belief? I mean, my, my first thought would be that, that, well, that's an atheist, but, like the absence of belief would be nothing. Like, I guess you could say it's like nihilism. Nihilism is kind of like nothing, right?
0: I don't know. I don't even know what that word means.
1: Nihilists. Don't, yeah. they, don't they believe in nothing? Sure. Okay. But that, again, that's sort of a belief, isn't it?
0: Everything is, <laughs> no matter if you, if you believe you don't believe something, you're believing a lie.
1: Right. Yeah. You
0: believe in something, you have to in order to to justify your life. You know,
1: I'm beginning to think that we're making the argument that you have to believe in something in order to be alive.
0: I think you do. Just think about it. If if there's nothing beyond this life, I mean that's that's pretty grim for a lot of people. Mm. You know. And if if you believe that there's nothing beyond this life, then you have to believe that there's something to this life. You you have to accomplish something while you're here, and that's
1: where the atheists come in. But that's still a belief. Yeah, I definitely, I I definitely say that atheists have a belief. In I fact,
0: don't. I think I think for an, it takes more faith. To, and as I grew up as a Christian, so I. I've heard this before, but I think it takes more faith to be an atheist than it does to be a Christian, because as a Christian, you don't have to, everything's up to God. Just give it up to God. You know, as an atheist, it's all on you, you know? So it takes a little bit more faith that believes that there isn't anything after this life.
1: Okay. So, um, to, uh, not, we kind of slid off track a little bit, Steve. Yeah. Screw John Teeter. Well, no, I, I, I have another question for you mm-hmm. along those lines. What do you think of the idea that the ancient alien theory is actually time travelers, not aliens, and that the yeah. aliens that we even see today are time travelers and the UFOs that we're seeing are just their time-traveling machines, devices, uh whatever you want to call it, like John Teeter's fucking beat-up pickup or Chevy fucking Camaro, whatever he fucking drove with his fucking time travel device in it.
0: What do I think of that? I think it's a... Of course it's a possibility. I mean, if UFOs exist and if, quote-unquote, aliens, people are seeing aliens... Now, it doesn't explain why they look different than we do, but if you... Believe in evolution, which a lot of people is a belief. Believe is a belief. I don't think so. I think it's fact. But um, we might actually someday in the future look something like that. So it's a possibility, I guess. And I've, I've pondered that fact a lot of times. That maybe that's all it is: is is uh, people from the future trying to come here to study study what history well, I, I think what really study, happened right. in history
1: well I think you know. either study or maybe they were trying to write something that's wrong by going way the fuck back
0: I don't think so I don't think they would be here to do that because if they were here to do that we'd have a lot more interaction with that sort of thing you think so when you if they're trying to fix something obviously they would have to interact more
1: well yeah but maybe they're trying to fix it from behind the scenes it's possible,
0: but why do they pick the craziest people on Earth to to fix to fix things? You know what I'm saying. Most people who see.
1: Speaking of the craziest people on Earth, um, Dean Cooper asks, "I think that the aliens people see are the fairies people used to see."
0: I wonder if John Teeter wasn't some sort of. Uh, Government, disinforma- d- government disinformation thing.
1: How so? I don't know. It, it just seems.
0: I don't know. A lot of people blame everything on you, you know you think, disinformation, you, but
1: you think it was a smokescreen? Yeah, but for what? Uh, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, so that didn't make sense. Strike that from the record. Strike it from the
1: record. Go back, Richard, I'll go back. To Richard, my original I'll, I'll decide when our show gets into dumb shit. You just fucking produce.
0: I do. I do know for a fact and believe for a fact that the government does do that on certain subjects. Aliens and UFOs probably not. Time terrible, probably not. And even Bigfoot probably not. But obviously, the government has to put out disinformation at times to keep us from discovering that they're making the next uh super weapon or some bullshit you know so that we don't spill the beans how much so they have to put out some disinformation
1: how much effort do you think the government has put into time travel uh i'm sure
0: quite a bit i would i would say a lot yeah because uh rich uh, in, in one of the news stories today richard sent me it talks about um a lot of the things that they um were into and of course we know about um what was that Ah, shit where they gave the lsd to the soldiers and M- all that mk ultra mk ultra so yeah, there's a there's i, a,
1: there's I guarantee an, there's that a new steve steve calm down there's a new documentary on Netflix. It's kind of like a documentary slash um, movie because they they kind of did like fictional accounts with actors to re uh, recreate the events, as Isn't well as the Wormwood show. This yes, out? yes, I want to watch that. Yeah, and I meant to. I meant to watch that. I started actually, I think, and I had to. I wound up shutting it off. But I meant to get back to it. But yeah, we know I that they. Wa- we know that they did MK Ultra. We know that they've done uh, work in or looked into remote viewing. Um. So uh, I wonder. God.
0: Okay, let's say that um, they're still doing things like that, which I guarantee they are. Um, maybe. Well, Maybe the whole John Teeter thing was part of that, and, and and the reason I'm saying that is because instead of sticking with one or two people at a time or a, a group of soldiers where they gave them LSD or whatever, now they're they've got the whole world uh, on the internet, and they can do an MK Ultra type program right there on the internet. You know, like uh, put out misinformation, for example, and see yeah, how many think- people into this shit.
1: So you think John Tito was like a a Petri dish look at people on the internet?
0: I think it was but I don't think it, I obviously don't think it was by the government. I'm not saying I'd put it past them to do something like that to get some sort of psychological profile of, you know, internet users for example, but I think that that's probably what it was in the if you think about it, let's that see it how just, far, let's see. It was some sort of psychological study is my guess.
1: By the government.
0: Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily by the government. I think there were some college people behind it
1: because they were obviously very intelligent people. Yeah. But if, dude, if there was like a paper written about it, you'd have heard about it by now.
0: That's if, Right. That's what, I'm, that's what I was saying with the, the marketing campaign. If there was a marketing campaign, there would have definitely been a paper trail and somebody would have brought that out
1: and it would have and, been and Richard, solved years to, ago. To answer the question of follow the money, people tried that with Larry Haber, the the entertainment attorney. If If the money leads anywhere, it leads to him. And I don't think he made any money off of this. I, 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 I've never seen anything where anyone's come out and said that money was made off of this somehow. There was talks the of money. a movie, there was talks of a book, there was one book released, but only so many copies were made. It, it's, and the money
0: stops with that guy, that Larry Haber, right? I mean, it doesn't go anywhere really past him except to whoever he was representing, which we don't know. Right. Wasn't
1: his brother involved too, somehow?
0: Something like that. They believe anyway.
1: It gets really convoluted, and I mean, that's why I say that with the John Teeter thing, and it goes this way for a lot of these this stuff like conspiracies and you know uh, mysteries, unsolved shit. You go down these fucking rabbit holes. You know, I I posted a um, a story today to the to the blog about these five guys that disappeared. They call it the uh, American loft Pass Case. And, like, this one guy died of starvation or something like that, but yet there was, like, food, like, literally feet away. Um, you know, they, they all, they died from, uh, the others died from freezing, but there's plenty of ways for them to make fire, like, is like this really crazy fucking case. But I just wonder, you know, if it's like one of those cases where eventually it's just going to unravel and then you're going to find out something very mundane. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's what I'm saying with a psychological study. It's very mundane, really. And it could have been just a couple college students doing a thesis. I mean, it it, it there doesn't have to be any real big secret behind it.
1: Yeah, but I think if it, if there was a paper written, by any measure, we'd know about it. Somebody, not, some not necessarily. somebody would have found. Dude, fucking people find everything. They you'd find have, everything. Head in have, a box. Steve, head in a box. Head okay. in a fucking box.
0: Okay, I get the head in the box reference, right <laughs> but you'd have to, you'd have to know who was behind it, and they're not coming forward. You'd have to know who initiated the i mean you can't just say okay obviously names would have been changed they wouldn't have said they did i mean the paper wouldn't have mentioned john teeter at all it's just a psychological profile of internet users and whatever group that was in that's it i mean it
1: it very well could have been but i think if it was an actual paper written i think we would have heard about it by now
0: maybe it was a shitty paper and the professor who the students turned it into threw it out it was so bad i don't know but it just seems too well planned out to be just some practical joke or hoax just a plain old hoax there's just too much involved in it
1: yeah i don't know but i i don't see any money that leads anywhere and i know people have tried to bark up that tree for years to try and find out where the money leads and Fuck, there's still people researching that shit. But there's no money. So whoever did it did not do it for fucking money. And no. I think I think if anything, Larry Haber and his brother just stepped in and were like, hey, fucking nobody's going to fucking claim this shit. Right. I,
0: I'm sure that that's as far as that went. Because obviously he saw an opportunity to try to make money off of It didn't happen, but, you know, yeah. because he would have to eventually produce john teeter or whoever was behind it if he would have went any further with it so i don't know
1: and that's the million dollar question is who was john teeter was john teeter a man was john teeter a woman was john teeter a group of people answering questions and, and posing as one person on internet forums
0: that's my guess.
1: Did John Teeter actually call Art Bell? That's a that's a huge question people have had. People say that he did, other people say that no, he probably didn't. Did um, somebody
0: did somebody in fact call into Art Bell and claim to be John Teeter?
1: There w- I believe the way the story goes, someone called into Art Bell and claimed they were a time traveler, right? From the future.
0: I think I've actually listened to that episode,
1: and I want to say that that person said something about the um, Y two K virus.
0: A and lot that, of people called in to Art Bell and claimed to be time travelers, so and that
1: was one of the um one of the things that John Teeter said that he had come back to any. He had fixed in our timeline. I thought that was interesting, too. He said that he fixed the Y2K incident.
0: The Y2K non-incident.
1: Well, because he fixed it, right? Right, correct. Yeah. So,
0: I wonder if we were to do the same thing today. Obviously, it would have to be well planned out. uh, But I bet you we could do the same kind of thing today and get a lot of people to buy into it.
1: For a short time, you want to create a John Teeter thing? Well, we wouldn't
0: do time travel because that's done. But you could do, I mean, we've talked about that before. We could make our own cryptid or make our own, you can make up any kind of story uh, and people would buy into it. And well, to people, me, it would be.
1: People buy bullshit by the fucking barrel all the time. Yeah.
0: And it would be super easy to, and whoever was behind the John Teeter thing quit while they were ahead, but um, he could have kept going with that for years. I mean, we know people who go with it for years.
1: Oh, and crazy. And and people were right into it. Like that site used to get huge hits. I think you can still go there. What site was it? Do you remember? I think it's johnteeter.com, but I don't think that Oliver Williams has updated it in ages. It's just, it has not been touched. The last time uh, I looked.
0: Where were the original messages posted to? It wasn't...
1: No, it wasn't, wasn't Johnteeter.com. John was. He collected them from different places. They were like time travel forums and shit like that that he posted to.
0: So just regular time travel forums.
1: Yeah, there were he he went to actual like forums about time travel. It wasn't one single uh, website. Uh, no, there were a few of them that he okay. frequented, from what because, I remember.
0: Because if it were one single website that this happened on, then I would look, I would look deeper into that particular website and see who was running it and that, if they had the ability to do something like that, just to get people to their website. Obviously, it it caused. Yeah. I think some I think go.
1: I think quite a few of those forums don't even exist anymore. Right. And the only place you can see any of it is on johnteeter.com. And like I said, I haven't been there in a while.
0: Well, I I went one of the one of the time, one of the many times that we discussed John Teeter and checked it out. It hadn't been updated in years, but it is all still there. So I'll have to yeah. see see what websites he uh, was posting on. Was it back in the day of the old BBS systems, or was
1: it actual internet forums? I don't remember. I, I honestly don't remember
0: what it was. I don't, think,
1: I don't think Reddit existed back
0: then, Richard.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was on Reddit. But, it, 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 you know, I read through all of it. Like, I literally took days and sat everything. And I got sucked right the fuck in. It was, it was hilarious. So okay. hilarious. I have another theory. You ready? Okay. Give me a John, theory.
0: John Teeter was an alien. Oh, uh, a okay. human, actually, time traveling, posing as an alien, working for MK Ultra, and uh, writing a thesis for college. I took All it way the too far, time. Steve. You gotta keep it simple. I know. Funny. I should have stopped. I should have stopped at thesis. I know. You, you gotta keep it simple.
1: <laughs> the fuck were you? I thinking? don't know.
0: Obviously, obviously, it wasn't a real thing. But
2: oh, the, Steve, you're such a fucking amateur at making shit up on the spot.
0: That's the only thing you've interrupted the show for. I've said a lot of stupid shit tonight.
2: Uh, just It just had to be said. It's so easy, considering he started posting in 2001 to say that he was an alien from the future that came back to Stage 9-11. How hard is that?
0: Okay, well, next time I'll do that. Next time we do a John Teeter show, that'll be my explanation.
1: Wow. Thanks, I-
0: Steve. <laughs> it was Richard's idea. Oh, oh.
1: I didn't realize.
0: Oh, I thought you were going somewhere with that.
1: I, I, I stopped paying attention.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The the minute he started speaking,
0: I don't know. I we've done this John Teeter thing to death. I don't think any, and I, so have other people. You know, there's people today who have spent their entire life searching for the answers to that John Teeter mystery, and we're never going to
1: get them. Oh, I, because thought were, whoever I thought you was, were going to go X-Files on me.
0: No. Whoever was um, behind it is obviously not going to come forward. Maybe they will someday. You know, maybe on their deathbed there will be a confession or some bullshit. But I I don't think we'll ever get an answer to any of it. So speculation on it isn't, isn't going to do that much good. But it's fun to talk about. But that's about it. You know? Hey, Hey, Richard. You can unmute Richard.
1: Richard. Yeah. Did uh, Dean Cooper ever answer your question? Uh, yeah, he did. He did. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you about it off air. Right
0: Dean Dean Cooper was John Teeter, right? Uh, DB. Oh, oh DB Cooper. Wow. See, that's another. That's a show we should do. Is the DB Cooper mystery? I think we have done one, but
1: we've we've. I think we looked at it a couple of different yeah. times. But um, no, I I just thought you know it's the new year. Um, so you guys started on, on the
0: wrong foot
2: with
1: the John Teter. on the wrong foot with John Teeter. I mean, well, dude, when was the last time we talked about John Teeter? Though, think about that
2: episode two. John Teeter stole my flux capacitor.
1: That no, is not the last time. No, we've talked about him since then. We've talked the last about. Time him.
2: You did a show about him.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. We did we did one where um. We had talked about him possibly popping back up and we went on a oh, whole yeah, 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 yeah. whatever thing happened about with that. With a, I don't remember. It
0: Wasn't it was supposed to be like in 2015 or some bullshit? He was supposed to come back and
1: Yeah. I I and, honestly I can't remember.
0: And nothing happened.
1: It's been he so long back. since we did that show. It's
0: like it's like the Andy Kaufman thing. Everybody believed he would come back. Andy and Kaufman. Elvis back. Andy Andy Kaufman's dead. No. He's not. But Steve, he's, with, he's dead. That's the topic for another show. So is Elvis. No. Well, Elvis is probably dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably dead by now. By now, yeah. Um, I mean, what, he'd be what eight hundred years old by now. I mean, he'd be he'd be in his at least his nineties anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, Steve, you're right.
0: I still believe that there's there's more to to
1: the Andy Kaufman thing than people are...
0: I mean, he said he was going to do it.
1: Just because he said he was going to do it doesn't mean he actually did it. But what would be better comedy than that? Um, just saying. I just don't see it happening at this point. Oh, whatever. You know, if you're gonna pull something like that, he sh- he would I I would think he would have already been back.
0: No, I don't think so. I think what he would have done is totally changed his appearance, and came back, but as a whole different person, and you would never know it.
1: Mm-hmm. If you say so, Steve. I can't. I can't. I can't expend enough energy to buy into that. I just can't. But eh. you can you can all day long if you'd like. Yeah. Well, I've done a lot of study on it, so
0: kind of like you. See, you got into the John Teeter thing really deep. I do that on on occasion with certain subjects, and Danny Kaufman's death was one of them, and so was um, Elvis's death. So, and I I think there's compelling evidence in all three cases that that something strange is going on. So. Hmm. We shall see. We shall see. You know, that would explain a lot, Richard, <laughs> about our current president. Oh, Andy, Andy Kaufman came back as Donald Trump. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh. <laughs> that would be the ultimate right there. That would be awesome. Of course, Trump was already born, and yeah, so that doesn't work. Steve, you get any news? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, so this was originally published in a uh, uh, website called Detik, but it's in a foreign language. So this is the translated version. So they will refer to that newspaper or uh, website on occasion, but uh, it's from coconuts coconuts co. I don't know why, huh. but it is. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So a paranormal expert confirms that a viral pho- photo of a freaky ghost is authentic. It wasn't. That's that's the title. <laughs> oh. When when is the last time that one was? Uh, um, if you ever needed, yeah. If I can't you ever remember. needed, if you ever needed convincing that there is always a rational explanation for anything supposedly supernatural, uh, particularly in India, Indonesia, because this is where the article's from, then perhaps this story will be the nail in the coffin for you.
1: Were the ghosts having Uh, sex with anybody, Steve?
0: No. They were singing karaoke. Oh, karaoke? Yes. On Friday in uh, Java, because it's a real long What were their musical selections? I'll see if the story says that. Oh. I believe uh, ABC 1, 2, 3 by the uh, Jackson 5 and Puppy Love by Donnie Osmond, I think.
1: Okay, continue.
0: Okay. Well, you asked. On Friday, in fact, I've been watching a lot of uh, reruns of Donnie and Marie. It's pretty good shit. On so, Friday, please. So glad you brought that to the table. It's good stuff. On Friday, especially when they had the big bowl of soup and they were all falling into it, and, there, and the, there was a fly in it. Oh, it was great. On Friday, police in Probolinggo East Java carried out a vice raid at a karaoke joint. Uh, there, there was a photo taken during that raid, and immediately it went viral in Indonesia, not anywhere else, but in Indonesia, as many thought that one of the female karaoke attendants sitting in the background was a ghost, uh, one that apparently wanted to show off her grotesque face for the cameras. Mm. The photo... The photo got so much uh, national media attention uh, that Detik, that is the website that originally published this, sought the expert opinion of a so-called paranormal expert uh, for an explanation. Being a person whose job is mainly to come up with convenient explanations for strange occurrences, the expert said that the woman herself wasn't a ghost, but that a supernatural being had obscured her face on purpose. So when the photo was taken, uh, the being covered up the face of the woman. Uh, the expert was quoted as telling uh, Detik on Saturday. You still with me, Chris? At present, I am. Okay. I I just couldn't hear anything on your end. And usually, there's like a light buzz. Hmm.
1: No, oh. Oh, I, me, see, there's I always, see. There's always. There's always a light. Reason. There's always a light buzz on this side of the fucking microphone.
2: He's out of weed, that's why you he can't hear it.
1: I see. Uh, yeah. Oh, um but uh Richard, did you notice the message in the chat?
0: I just did. Or I wouldn't have said anything.
2: But <laughs> right
1: anyway. I uh, Oh yeah, no, finally. <laughs> fucking heck ahead.
2: <laughs> I was looking at the YouTube chat, sorry. Can't be everywhere. <laughs>
0: I'm in the middle of a fucking news story. Chris, go to the bathroom. Richard, you comment. Okay, I'm here.
2: Go. <laughs> there we
0: go. Anyway, the guy, the expert, added <laughs> flawless,
2: <laughs> flawless transition.
0: <laughs> yeah. The uh, ex expert added that the uh, being is a jinn, which is an Islamic genie, apparently, who took the form of a female vampire ghost. <laughs> resembling. Well, well,
2: well, first of all, jinns are demonic genies. But they're and, still genies. Uh, yeah, they're, they're bad genies. Very bad, bad genies. Bad genies, okay.
0: Anyway, his uh the guy's name is Hassim, the the um expert, and his ghost busting street cred unfortunately took a massive hit as police <laughs> confirmed that there was no jinn or ghost of any shape or form. It was just a woman wearing a black floral veil. Over her face in the
2: picture. <laughs> Ghostbusting street cred. Is that a thing?
0: I don't think so. Yeah. Ah, oh, here we go. The CIA. This is from the Metro.co.uk. Uh, the CIA told, take photos.
2: And so it's, this ties into what you were saying, Steve. That's right. I'm John Teeter. I predicted this because I got you the news story. That's right.
0: I don't know how you knew. But okay, the CIA. So fucking
1: continue with the news story.
0: All right. Well, the world is blurry. Uh, the world is full of blurry, grainy, and probably fake photos which claim to show alien spaceships zooming through the sky. But the CAA wanted to see the best possible shots of unidentified flying objects and even offered advice on how to snap the best possible images. And it uh, was during the 20th century. Aren't we? So what, what century are we in now? with twenty first, right?
2: Yes, yeah, Dave. Twenty first, yeah. Until twenty one
0: hundred. Nice. That's right. Okay. During the twentieth century, or last decade, last uh, century, spooks, spooks. They call them spooks. CIA agents uh, handed out documents, which allowed extraterrestrial investigators to record their findings and showed them how to take detailed photos. The files were released la- last year, but just resurfaced after the CIA wrote a tweet about the documents using the acronym I-C-Y-M-I, which means in case you missed it. Now, you might think there's something a bit weird about intelligence agency tweeting declassified information like it was a trending content website sharing a story about some poor unfortunate chap trapping his penis in a tube station turnstile. It does say that in the story. I didn't make that up. Uh,
2: what? <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you, want you- me to reread
1: it? Yes, yes, I I would would like to rewind. (laughs) Okay. You may
0: think there's something a bit weird about an intelligence agency tweeting declassified information like it was a trending contents uh, website sharing a story about some poor unfortunate chap trapping his penis in a tube station turnstile. That's what it says. And you'd be right
1: okay i I, i've got nothing to say about that that just (laughs) can stand on its own merit we've dug up some long lost tips on how to take photographs
0: of ufos the cia wrote that begs the question did the cia really investigate ufos the photography tips were aimed at making sure images could be debunked or confirmed easily and advised et hunters to keep the negatives take shots of the background and try to snap ufos from several different angles and if you're wondering if the CIA did investigate UFO sightings, of course the answer is yes. Last year, the CIA finally made millions of pages of highly secret uh, documents freely available online. Data includes UFO sightings and records of psychic experiments, kind of what we were talking about earlier, such as the Stargate program, where the CIA worked with people such as Yuri Geller. I didn't know they worked with Yuri Geller. The men who stare at goats. Yeah, good stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: There's oh, one right up Richards Alley. This this is from the National Geographic.com. So that's a good, good source. A real source.
1: Ah. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, I guess they've um sequenced the genetic blueprint for the Tasmanian tiger. Wow. Yeah, the newly sequenced genetic blueprint may help scientists uh clone. The tiger. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Oh, I'm supposed to ke- uh, keep reading, right? Yeah. A you, baby uh, Tasmanian.
1: Uh, Steve. The whole idea is that you read the news story.
0: Okay. A baby Tasmanian tiger, collected 108 years ago, has provided enough high-quality genetic material for researchers to sequence the animal's entire genome, creating one of the best such genetic blueprints for an extinct animal. Announced this week in Nature and Ecology and Evolution, the genome has revealed details about the marsupial's evolution and its decline towards extinction, and is a crucial step in plans to clone it. Why would they do that?
1: Uh, so that we can examine them, Steve. I wonder if they make good pets.
2: Uh, with Steve on this one, I don't see the point
1: yeah. in in creating a Tasmanian tiger. Only if they're going to
2: it. It wouldn't have any memories. It wouldn't know how to be a Tasmanian tiger.
1: No, but it, it would learn rather quickly. Like, there's a lot of genetic memory when it comes to animals on this planet,
2: Richard. That is correct. In birds and fish.
1: And you do know that they're trying to bring back the woolly mammoth because they think that they need them to stomp on the permafrost in the tundra why do they need them to
0: stomp on the permafrost in the tundra
1: because it it makes the temperature go down and if that clothing perma-
2: is the end of cultivation
1: and if that if that permafrost melts there's so much gas underneath all of it that will be released into the atmosphere supposedly this is what they say have you ever worked uh, construction chris uh, correct, yes,
0: you know you know what a tamper is um, yes, so why don't they just get a bunch of guys out there with tampers
1: um because they can't do enough I, I mean I suppose they could just you know throw all the
0: or or like a, one of those people pavement up there, but, uh, you
1: know i they want to use fucking woolly mammoths
0: they want they want to enslave a race of
1: Woolly, woolly mammoths do woolly the mammoths. work that
0: they should be doing themselves.
1: Well, they just want to let them wonder. let them run free, Steve. All <laughs> they,
0: they got to do is like
1: oh. literally walk they, around. They got to they got to work. It's what they do
0: anyway. So where where are they going to eat? They're on the fucking permafrost.
1: The same place. What what are they eating? Snow. I don't know. I don't know what they eat. Do you know what fucking woolly mammoths eat? They had to have no. eaten something.
2: Sounds like a a. Thinly veiled reason to do this, if I'm honest.
1: I, I, think uh, so I
2: don't hold with cloning anyways. It's, it represents the opposite of what conservation is supposed to be about. Okay.
0: The Tasmanian tiger, or thylacine, was a wolf-sized carnivorous marsupial once common across Australia. It became extinct on the mainland 3,000 years ago, but survived on the southern island of Tasmania, Until dumb humans came and shot them off.
1: Because we suck. Well, it it wasn't
2: just us. It was... uh, There was a
0: lot of genetic issues. Yeah. Yep. But that's it. That's the story. I'm not reading any farther Because it's going to go into this woolly mammoth bullshit. And I don't want to hear about it no more.
1: Oh. You You didn't like my woolly
0: mammoth story? No, because that's stupid. Stupid to make these woolly mammoths stomp on the permafrost. Okay. Uh,
2: As dirty as it makes me feel, I agree with Steve.
0: Why would you want to do that? I don't believe that putting a bunch of woolly mammoths on the permafrost is going to make much of a difference at all. It doesn't get any colder when I drive on the snow. So how is it going to get any colder if you put woolly mammoths on the permafrost? I don't know, Steve. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In fact, it actually probably warm up, make it melt a little faster. Okay. Yeah. You know, when you drive on the road, the snow kind of melts a little bit, or, you know, because the heat from your tires. Sure, Steve. So that's the woolly mammoth issue. I think it's, uh, you know, a catch-22. I don't even know what a catch-22 is, but I think that's what it is. Uh, I'm
2: so considering that our dogs wiped out the mammoth in the first place. I mean, how are we going to compensate the, for that?
1: The dog man wiped out the mammoth.
2: No, dogs. Dogs carry fleas, which carries a disease, which wiped them out.
1: Yeah, and it, dogs. I mean,
0: and dogs still have fleas. I think it was the dog man.
2: The dog man killed the woolly mum. Yeah, why not? You know what? I'll, I'll go with that. I'm with it. Let's put the forty and slip stamp on that.
1: There's the a seal, whole eth- seal of approval.
0: There's a whole ethical thing behind the idea of cloning, and that's why I have maybe some issue with it. I'd have to look into the subject farther, but cloning just doesn't seem like something I want to I want to happen.
1: You don't want to stand behind cloning. That's all.
0: No. Where do they stop? You know, where does, where does that stop? You can clone a sheep, and then you clone a woolly mammoth, then you clone a person.
1: Dude, you wait, in, you wait until that first artificially intelligent program starts. The one, that, the one that becomes sentient. Once that shit happens, it's all out the fucking window.
0: You know, like in iRobot? Is that what you're talking about?
1: I'm not so much talking about iRobot. I'm just saying in general.
0: That was a good movie.
1: <clears throat> because the first oh, sentient God. this first sentient program may not be in a robot. it may just be a sentient program.
0: The book was good too.
1: The book was a it's, collection of uh, short it's stories
2: over you know who will we end up bowing to first? Our mighty alien overlords or the robotic ones?
1: I think we'll give up our fucking rights to the fucking <laughs> robots so quick. Well, We'll all be dead by
0: then. time.
2: They won't even so. get a fight. Yeah. Then in a couple of generations, they'll be all on YouTube and stuff trying to...
1: The first fucking robot... That make, the first robot that makes a robot, forget it. What
2: happens... What happens
0: once the robots take over for a while, you know, a couple hundred, a couple thousand years later, and there's still some humans running around, and the humans start to become sentient again, not sentient as... Like we are now. And then the humans take back over. That's what's gonna happen.
1: Listen, you know how I know that you know how I know that robots are gonna take over the world? No. Because people, calls. because people can't pump their fucking gas in Oregon.
0: Oh yeah, we were supposed to talk about that, weren't we?
1: That's how I know that fucking robots are gonna take over the world. Chris sent me a good poop article this week too. I should have read that on the air. Yeah, see, I sent you some good stuff, Steve. And what did you do?
0: The the producer Uh, sent me other shit. I'm supposed to go with what the producer sends me.
1: The robots are going to take over, Steve. It's because of people like you. Fake news,
2: Steve. The aliens will come after the robots are in charge.
0: I don't know. You guys pump your own gas over there? Or, excuse me, petrol, so that you understand what I'm talking
2: about. I know what you meant and yes we do
1: good for you but it seems to be a problem in Oregon a big big because
2: I've been seeing that all over my Facebook I guess I,
1: I guess it, you weren't allowed to pump your own gas before they voted recently
0: there are two states in the United States that had laws against pumping gas on your own. They had to be done by a professional because it's a flammable substance and some are old laws, you know? Right. So now in those two uh, states, when they make the pumping of your own gas legal, well, people don't want to do it because they're afraid that they'll do it wrong and blow things up. Apparently.
2: That's uh-huh. the third stupidest thing I've heard this week, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, it, but it's true. That's what people believe. I mean that, and the, the one woman I read the comments, and the one woman's like, "Well, I don't want to smell like gasoline." I'm like, what the fuck are you going to spray it
2: all it's over a yourself? Dothal. There's a hole. <laughs> it's literally the simplest thing on the planet.
0: I know the guy. The one guy commented to her. He's like, "You put the thing in the hole and you pull a handle." All well, you do, and then you let go of the handle. Jeez. Yeah, but a lot of Oregonians uh, won't pump their own gas. And when they travel to other states, they either look for a gas station that does pump gas or have somebody else do it for them.
1: Yeah, crazy stuff. That must be hard when they go out of state to try and find some place that will pump their gas.
0: There there are still a few. In fact, there's one locally here, but... You pay a premium for that, first of all, because they got to pay the guy to pump the fucking gas. Imagine
2: if that's your career. Professional gas pumper.
0: Okay, here's my... uh, If you're from Oregon and you're listening, I apologize, but get a fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) Here. Put your credit card, debit card in the machine, or go inside and pay for your gas... Come back outside, lift up the handle, open your gas cap, take the other gas cap off, put the pump inside the hole, you know, like, it's kind of like sex, really. Pull the handle.
1: Steve, what if they've never had sex all the,
0: all, Oh, yeah, true, they're Oregonians. Maybe they haven't. I'm sorry, that was a bad example. All the, you know, liquid comes out of the little penis-looking thing. You let go of the handle. Put it back in the pump and go home. That's it. That's all you got to do.
1: Thanks, Steve, for that. That was, that was, a, that was hey, a great play-by-play like play of this is uh, an pumping incident. your own gas. I'm, I'm sure the, the people from Oregon for
2: other appreciate useful Steve you. Tips, please go to his <laughs> eBay channel.
0: Listen, this is now an educational video, and you can market it as that. And how-to videos really do well on, eBay, on YouTube, I should say.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm sure people are gonna watch this this. (laughs) For that
0: I am going to the gas station tomorrow. I don't need gas, but I'm doing it anyway And I'm gonna make a YouTube video on how to pump your own gas
2: All right, so stay tuned Fight the system Steve, but I'm with Chris now after hearing that story it will be robots that take us over
1: and
0: robots are not afraid to pump their own gas.
1: You heard it here first.
0: Awkward silence.
1: It? Yeah. Thanks, Steve.
0: I had to take a hit off the vape, and you don't like it when I do it on the air, so I
1: just muted myself for a second. You're right. You're right. I don't. You're absolutely right. But thanks for that this has been episode 7 of the 40 and slip if you like this shit hit the little thumbs up button if you don't hit the little thumbs down button leave a comment subscribe go to itunes download the show there or Libsyn. Uh, check out Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads. Check out Richard's uh, comic strip on Facebook. Richard, what's the name of your little fucking group?
2: Uh, Bigfooting with Keith and
1: Collin. There you go. Go there. Uh, check out Steve's Crap at Steve's Crap. something. Uh, as always, check out DreadFun at DreadFun.com and YouTube.com forward slash DreadFun. Hopefully, we'll be back next week with a more uh, polished show. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe the guest thing can be called a penis pump on my video.
2: A penis pump. I like it.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's really, Steve? That. Yeah.
2: I, I like that. Check out yeah. Power Breakground.
0: See ya!